Hi guys, welcome to the Positivity and Mindset Podcast with me, Lauren Bowson. We are going to be talking all things mindset, life issues and general chat about life. I hope that this podcast will make you smile, learn something new and be motivated towards change. Hi everyone and welcome to the Positivity and Mindset Podcast with me, Lauren Bowson. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 39 Um, I'm so happy that you guys are here. I'm so happy to be back recording this podcast episode as well. Um, I wanted to start by saying a massive thank you to each and every one of you listening to this podcast. It literally makes me so happy that people are listening. And um, I got my, um, what's it called? When Spotify gives you, you know, your um, stats at the end of the year. And it said that, my podcast has been listened to in nine different countries and that is like amazing for me I can't even believe that I'm not even sure how like it got to nine countries like it's crazy so I'm just so so grateful that you guys are here and you guys are supporting and listening it means so much to me to have you listening and otherwise there'd be no point I'd just be speaking to myself so um it just it does just mean a a lot and um makes me very happy so thank you very much and it also gives me great motivation to just keep going with the podcast and keep getting giving you guys this value and keep um you know getting the information out regularly so thank you so much for that um if you are not following us already you can follow us on instagram at l.v underscore coaching um and if you're loving this podcast then please do um share about it and tag me in it so that i know that you're listening um and yeah just spread the love let's just get more people working on their mindsets and see what people can create um so yes Yes, yes. Amazing. So let me dive into episode 39. So this episode um, is kind of happening because I just need to get out what's going on in my life right now. Like it is just a bit, um, well, it's good. It's a bit crazy, but it's good. Um, so I'm in the process and I'm I'm about to kind of take a big risk, Um which is why I've named the episode When to Take a Risk. Um, So I'm about to take a big risk. It's come because um, those of you who don't know, I've been working for the last year and a bit. I've been working as a carer, looking after the elderly. And I don't know if I can even go into this job in this episode. I think I'll have time. I think I will. But it's just, it has been absolutely amazing. But I have come to the end of my journey as being a carer. Um, so about this job is that I got it uh, in like August last year. Um, I was like furloughed from my swimming teacher job because of the pandemic. So um, I wasn't really getting much money in. Kieran, my, my husband, was working so, so hard um, to bring money in so that we could pay rent and things like that. And to be honest, I was just like, I need to do something. Like I just can't be, you know, sitting around and being at home when he's working so hard and he's bringing in all this money and I'm not doing anything because you know I've always been someone that um works like I got my first job when I was 14 I've always just made my own money and that's what I spend so to have someone else like making money for me to for me to go out and for me to do things it just felt awful like that's just not how I like for things to go not the way I like things to go so 
I was like, I need to get myself a job. So I got myself a job as a carer. It was obviously a, it still is a really uh, much needed job role in our society and in, you know, in the world and especially in England. And we, um, you know, I wanted to do something that was kind of giving back to the community, something that I would enjoy and something that was a bit relaxed and flexible. And honestly, this job just ticked all those boxes. It's it was me going to people's houses and these um, clients were, um, you know, fairly old, um, but they were in they were quite mobile. So they were doing most things themselves. They were still living at home. And our job was to go and just make that a bit easier, whether it was just spending an hour, you know, chatting with them, giving them some social contact, or whether it was, you know, getting them up in the morning or putting them to bed in the evening or making them lunch, dinner, all of those kinds of things. And it was honestly so amazing. The experience of it was just incredible I've never never done caring before so I literally just went out on a limb and gave it a try and I just absolutely loved it I got so close to all of my clients because they're all such wonderful people and I realized so much about life and my perspective now is just insane because I've literally seen the end the end of life and what you're thinking about what happens I've seen what it looks like like really close up and um, at the same time, I was still working or later on, once the pools opened again, I was still working as a swimming teacher. So I was working with like young children who were showing me the, the, you know, positivity and passion of life and just always in the present moment, not really thinking too much, just doing whatever they want. And that's so beautiful. And then at the same time, like on the same day, I was with, um, elderly people who, have this crazy perspective about life who are living in a world that's not quite their their world that they're used to like it's crazy and it just makes me think god when we are elderly and when we are at that stage in our lives what will the world be like then because they are living in a completely different world than to the one that they you know recognize they are so blown away by all of this technology and all of this things that happen in this world they're like what on earth is going on obviously most you know if you think back to the 1940s when most of them were probably adults, like it, probably my age now, so in their 20s, um, that was a completely different world, the 1940s. Like, geez, it's crazy. It's literally mind-blowing. Um, so having that contrast of the kids and the elderly has been insane for for me, for my personal development, for my perspective. And it's so, it, yeah, it's just been crazy. So I definitely feel like this job was important on my journey it was important for me to learn this stuff not only did I learn these life lessons but I also learned a lot about looking after a house about looking after a person <laughs> um things like that like all these things which I had no idea how to do before like it's crazy like I mean I know how to make a bed but I didn't know how to make a bed properly <laughs> like those grandmas these older people they, they know how to make a bed and they taught me so much about so many things um, that I'm going to use for the rest of my life. So not only was it the life lessons, but so many just, I guess they are life lessons, but like just wellness lessons of things that they did, things that they know, things that they've learned. Just absolutely incredible. But it has come to an end, uh, my time in the, with this company and doing this, this work. Um, I guess I've kind of realised, first of all, this job, anyone out there who is a carer and who is listening to this like you do the best job like you are just 
it's just insane. I don't know how people can do this job for so long because it is so emotional and it is so draining and you are in some crazy situations on a daily basis and you know you you have to kind of leave all of your emotions and your thoughts and your feelings at the door when you arrive and you have to be there for that person fully because you know these people are elderly they're vulnerable they um you, you're there to look after them and so I think in the long run that is so draining on you and on, it was draining on me it was like emotional baggage it was like you're taking on other people's emotional baggage and although I'm quite good at doing that there's only so much that I think someone can take and I think for me you know this coaching business and sharing this information and helping young people to become the best versions of themselves is my passion like it's my absolute passion it's what I love to do it's what I literally live for caring it was beautiful but it's not my passion it's not my passion but it was wonderful I just love helping people so it ticked those boxes but it's not my passion and it was always going to have to come to an end at some point um it was interesting because I didn't really think much about it ending I just kind of continued with this job I felt good my clients felt good I had great relationships with them I never really got tired of the job um but some situations happened um obviously these are elderly clients so some people passed away and it's it's a lot to deal with it really is a lot it can be quite depressing um it I mean in the long run it's positive because I've brought this positivity to the to the end of their lives and to their homes which is obviously fantastic and makes me feel really good but there's also a lot of negativity in that situation and for someone like me that's very aware of positive and negative energy and how it affects me I think that it just got too much too much negative energy and you know it's not good for me and in the end and my passions are this business, as I said, is coaching and swimming teaching. I think two definite passions of mine. And I want to focus on those. I want to follow that path and I want to focus on that. So, you know, all of these thoughts kind of came along and obviously certain situations kind of switched things a lot for me. And I just had the, de- I made the decision in literally a day. It, it one like literally one day I was like loving life. Everything's going perfect. And then the next day I made a decision to leave the company. Like it just came so randomly out of the blue and I had to work four weeks notice. So that's what I've been doing for the last month. And obviously when you make a decision to leave somewhere or leave something um, and then you have to continue doing it for however long afterwards, it is painful. It is so painful to keep doing it. So I think for the last four weeks, I've just really had to just remove things and just focus on getting this job finished and also finishing it in a positive way you know making sure that I am giving my all to my clients even though I've decided to leave doesn't mean that they deserve any less care so and for me to do that I needed to kind of get get stuck into it kind of thing and ignore everything else for a little bit so that's what I've been doing these last couple of weeks Um, and in this time I've been having lots of thoughts about how I even got into caring in the first place. Like it wasn't like I got this job and did it for six months. I was there for a year and three or four months. So that's like quite a long time. And I kind of forgot what, what my goal was. I forgot where I was going. It was kind of like I took a interesting detour. And as I said before, I got so comfortable in this job and I was enjoying myself so much that I kind of just got 
um, what was it called? Complacent, I guess. Because I was just like, you know, I'm getting money, I'm working, I'm enjoying myself. But I was actually getting so burnt out and I was actually um, almost sacrificing my dreams in order to do it. So this wake up call, it needed to happen. It needed, I needed to just like be woken up and be like, Lauren, time to get back on your path. Like you've learned the lessons you needed to learn, time to go back. So that's essentially what happened. Um, and in terms of going back to my um, path and kind of focusing on my passions and that kind of thing, it's very scary because um, the reason why I got the caring job in the first place was around this guilt of not working while Kieran was working so hard. It was this guilt of not bringing in the money that Kieran was bringing in. Um, and it was this um, fear of us not having enough money. When And now I'm kind of going back to that. But this time, I'm... It's like I there's a bit of fear, but I can feel the fear, but I just don't care. I still want to do it. It's like that it just doesn't bother me at all. Um, it's interesting because we ha- I had all this fear beforehand about not having enough money and things like that. And since having the caring job, I wouldn't necessarily say that Kira and I have lots more money. Like we, the more that we earn, is usually translates to the more we spend, and it's by actually getting deep on how we deal with our money and being a bit smarter about how we're dealing with our money that has actually been what's led us to have more money so taking this step back from this income source of mine um that's obviously going to take half of my income away um leading on for however long I don't even know but um but I feel so good about it and it's like what has changed in me in this last year that Previously, I couldn't even do that. It was too scary. I had to get another job. But now something has changed. Something's up-leveled where the money isn't that important, where I've had that. I've had a taster of what it's like to be getting that money in all the time, always having a, enough to do whatever we want. And it was lovely. And it, and it doesn't change anything. Like, it still makes you feel the same. You know, money is not the... Um, key to happiness and you know I've heard that so many times but and I like understood it but this is the first time that I've really understood it this is the first time that I've been like no now I can exactly see why money doesn't bring you happiness and why money is completely irrelevant and that's this some shift that has happened which is such good news because that is a um, you know money manifestation shift and I've felt it within me and you see it around me and then it just improves from here and that feels absolutely amazing so although I'm about to take this big risk by cutting my income in half I feel so excited about it I feel so good about it and it's definitely it's one of those fears where you feel it but you just keep going um, and this whole decision has been very much based around me listening to my intuition rather than being in my head and thinking oh if I do that then I'll get this and if I do this like this then this will happen I've just going on my intuition like people have asked me why have you why are you doing this and why are you doing that and I honestly just don't know I just don't know I'm just being told by my intuition to do it I'm I've been told by my intuition that 
caring, you know, the caring experience is over and I need to move on. I have no idea what I'm going to be moving on to. Like, I know that I want to do, obviously, coaching. I want to continue with that. But in the long term, I literally have no idea where this is going to lead to. But I don't care. I just feel so happy and confident that I'm going to get I'm going to get to where I need to go. And this trust in the universe as well. It's absolutely crazy, but I just have this absolute trust in the universe. I've never been guided to the wrong place. You know, I've always been guided to the right place at the right time. And that brings me to my point that life is is a game. It's life is literally a game. It's about us, you know, feeling our fears, feeling our emotions, but going forward with what we want to do anyway. Like you all have an intuition inside you that's telling you what you need to do that's telling you where to go next what to do next and when we stop and actually listen to our intuition listen to ourselves that's when the magic happens and we may not know why we're deciding to do something for example I've got really I've always been into learning French and I now speak fairly good French um, and I've now started learning Italian so I've realized that I've now I've got this passion for languages I guess Um, and my next goal, my next kind of vision is that I am fluent in French and Italian. So that has become a priority of mine. I, I don't know why I need to be fluent in those languages, but I know that I want to be. And I know that's that's what I'm being pulled to do. Um, I have friends that are Italian and friends that are French, and it's so much fun to speak with them in their language. And, you know, if they're speaking with me in English, I only think it's right to speak with them in their language if, if I can. Um, so... I've been really, really pulled to learn these languages. Now, I have no idea why and I have no idea where they really fit in, you know, into my future. But I just know that that's what I'm being pulled to do. So quite often you might find that you're doing stuff that you're not really sure why, but it makes sense in the long run. Get Even getting the caring job, you know, getting that job, it was, it came from a place of fear because I was worried about so many things that I got this job. Um, But at the same time, there was love involved because I wanted to give back and I wanted to look, you know, care for people. I wanted to um, offer support to other people um, and just see how it went. And in the end, obviously, I ended up loving the job. So then the whole experience was just filled with love and it was amazing. But the original decision to get the job did come from a place of fear. And it's so, so important that we are not making decisions based on fear, but we are making decisions based on love. So we are choosing love over fear. And that's never been more um, obvious to me than right now. Now that I've seen, you know, what's kind of happened in the last year and a bit for me doing this job. Um, So when it comes to taking a risk, you know, we've got to just follow our intuition. A lot of our fears and a lot of our worries are just made up in our minds it's based on certain beliefs that we've made we don't know if that's actually true we don't know if that's actually how things are going to go so if we make decisions based on this fear and based on this worry about things then I mean it's not that you'll end up in (laughs) an awful place because it's not what happened to me that's not how it will happen but you may end up going off the path of what you're really focused on um and although I, I do feel like I've done the caring for the right amount of time, I probably could have, um, you know, left earlier. And that's been another realisation of mine. I definitely have 
people-pleasing tendencies so badly because I was so worried and scared about first of all saying that I wanted to leave the company I don't know why but I didn't really think about it but I was just like oh my god I'm gonna let so many people down and I suddenly started thinking about how am I gonna break it to my clients that I'm leaving they're you know they're already in a vulnerable situation like is this gonna make things worse and I just started freaking out about it and you know this whole time has been really quite difficult for me to say the goodbyes and to do what's right for me but it's all part of growing into your you know your ideal self it's growing into the person that I want to be I want to be someone that although it you know cares for other people and is compassionate for other people ultimately I'm making decisions that are good for me ultimately I'm putting myself first and I'm loving myself for that Um, in the future when I see my future self I'm someone that doesn't take shit from people because definitely have had that issue in the past Um, and that's the kind of person that I want to be I don't want to take shit from people but I want to have compassion for people and I want to be able to make decisions that are good for me without worrying about um, upsetting someone else and this is a deep deep thing for me because um, it even comes into when I was at university and I didn't like the course and I even had decided that two years in so I still had two years to go so pretty much in the middle I decided that I didn't like the course but I kept going Um, and when I wrote down my reasons of why I kept going it was a lot to do with oh I don't want to up you know upset my parents I want to please them I want to finish the course I don't want to leave my friends behind because I'd made a like quite tight um group of girls that were my friends and I knew that we needed to finish this course together for us all to finish and they'll they'll completely understand what I mean um and so there was all these other people in with my decision um you know you don't want to go back on you don't want to actually have wasted two two years doing something that you're not even going to finish so there was all of these thoughts going around so I think it's something that is quite deep within me this is a personal development thing that I'm going to have to rewrite my beliefs around so you know when you realize that there's something like this within you um, it's important to kind of get your beliefs down on a piece of paper or on your phone or whatever of how you feel about For example, for me, people pleasing, how I feel about letting people down. Where has it shown up in my life? How has it held me back in the past? And it's really weird because it just comes straight back up again during this period now where I'm getting so worried and anxious about saying goodbye to people and letting people down. And it comes up again. And I'm thinking, this is something that I need to rewrite. So you write down your beliefs, you write down your Um, where it's been holding you back and then you write down your new beliefs what you choose to believe instead so I choose to believe that I'm not a people pleaser this is probably not really the best way to say it so I choose to believe that I make decisions that empower me I choose to believe that I prioritize myself and I love myself and things like that and you rewire your thoughts because this is something that I do need to work on Um, so I think when it comes to taking a risk like so many things come up and it's good because these fears that come up show you exactly what it is you need to work on. It's like throughout this whole period, I've learned so many lessons, so much about me has been brought to light that I, uh, now that I'm 
um, ending this period, I now have the opportunity to kind of run with those things and actually put them into practice in the real world, if you like. So all of this, um, these life lessons that I've learned, this greater perspective, this money manifestation um, information and also this personal development stuff, going into my next period of my life and going into more of these podcasts and coaching, I will now be using those things um, to help all of those other things that I do in my life. So there's so much that you can find in your fears. There's so much that you can find and that you can use to fuel that excitement. When when to take a risk is what I called this episode. And, you know, I know that there's so many people that are so afraid to take a risk. They will, you know, complain about the situation they're in. They know that they don't feel happy. They know that they should be doing something else. They might not know what exactly that thing is, um, but they're too scared to even find out. They're too scared to even try something else. Um, So much came up for me when I got my contract with this caring job. Um, I, I suddenly had this, like, obviously sense of security. I was like, yes, a contract. That means that I can get a mortgage. That means that I could get, um, you know, benefits that will keep me feeling secure going into um, the future. Um, furlough, things like that, you know, with everything that's happened with the pandemic, that, that security is something that's quite important now. Um, so I was really following these fears like, oh my gosh, I need security, let me quickly get this contract. When really that's not what I need and that's not where I'm going to find my security. And that's become so evident in me now because now I'm leaving, I'm like, I don't, want that security I had to make that decision when I made the decision to leave whether that security was really that important and for me I was like that's not where I find my security um you know in a job that I don't like so so security is another thing that I think keeps people trapped and stops people from taking a risk um because you know and it's difficult to say because if you have people that rely on you and rely on your money and rely on you having a job if you have children or anything like that then it's a lot more complicated than it is for me right now. Right now I'm in a position where I don't have any responsibilities. Um, But maybe you're someone who is in that same position with no responsibilities and still you don't want to take a risk. Um, Even if you do have responsibilities, even if you do have children, it's, it's, there's still an option to take a risk. There's still, if your intuition is telling you to do something, then you've still got to find that trust in the universe that you will be provided for no matter where you go next. So I do feel like people don't take many risks and people are very um, cautious about what they do in life, which not saying is a bad thing, but when you take this kind of mindset that life is a bit of a game, a bit of fun, and you put a bit of fun and enjoyment and risk-taking and excitement into your life, like that's when the big things happen. That's when the magic happens. That's when you can co-create with the universe and co-create the reality that you want to experience. If you literally listen to any um, entrepreneur or business person or any you know person that you'd consider successful, they've all taken big risks in their life. They've all kind of taken these leaps of faith, just trusting that the universe will be there. No matter how big or small that leap of faith was or what it related to in terms of career, family, relationships, money, whatever, um, you know, 
that's whatever area of life you want to consider, people always have taken some sort of risk. And that's what I think life is about. It's a it's for taking risks. It's for growing. Um, you know, this when you're taking a risk, there's a lot of feelings of like, um, well, that's not a word. There's a lot of uncomfortable feelings. I wanted to say uncomfortableness. And I'm not even going to do it. Um, so there's a lot of uncomfortable feelings because you're taking a risk. You're not sure where it's going to go. You've got, you know, the worry about the future, about what's going to happen. Maybe there's issues with the past of your time in that place. So, I mean, for me, for caring, there's, you know, it was quite a emotional and fairly painful experience because of the relationships that I made with that job so leaving it now you know I've really got to make sure I leave all of that pain all of that um, sadness in the past and just take with me the lessons that I need to learn and go forward with and leave the rest behind so there's a lot of this um, uncomfortableness oh I've said it is it a word? <laughs> uncomfortableness it sounds like it wants to be said so uncomfortableness um you, there's a lot of that feeling and that feeling of being uncomfortable is something that we need to get used to that feeling of being uncomfortable is where the growth happens you grow into into yourself you grow into amazing things when you're uncomfortable and when you get to the other end you will realize it and you'll say thank goodness I went through that uh, you know uncomfortable feeling and uncomfortability um, because it has led me to where I am today and so I think when it comes to taking a risk, there's the fears, there's the fe uncomfortable feelings, um, there's worries, there's concerns, but it all comes down to seeing that for what it really is. The fears are literally messages from the universe, if you like, or from yourself telling you what it is that you maybe need to work on, what it is that you need to develop in yourself. Your, you know, your... Um, the uncomfortable feeling is literally you growing. It's you growing and learning and becoming a better person. And when you are able to just see it for what it is and focus on your alignment and following your intuition, you are then able to make appropriate decisions and make decisions coming from a place of love. And you're able to take that risk knowing with full confidence that you will be provided for and you will be absolutely fine, probably better than fine. Um, so that's what I feel like I'm going through right now, which is why I wanted to share this episode about when to take a risk. Um, I feel like it's so important to take risks in life and it's when to take it. The, the actual answer for when to take a risk is whenever you feel called. It's whenever you get that shove to move. Um, like I said, when it came to making this decision to leave this job, I was literally fine with the job on one day and the next day made the decision because I received the shove and I didn't wait. I just didn't wait around like, oh, should I do it? Should I not? I was like, yeah, it's got to happen. And I just went for it. And that's one thing that I do appreciate about myself is that I, when I make a decision, I do just go for it and I just do it, which is, I think, quite a good skill to have or a good thing to do. Um, so if you know, when to take a risk is when you feel called to, when you receive that shove, don't think about it, just do it, just follow your heart, like really follow your heart, you don't need to have an excuse or a reason or a, you know, 10 point PowerPoint of why you're making that decision, you just follow your gut and you go. So to end this episode, I, I want to ask you, is there a risk in your life that you need to take? Like, Maybe this should have been done a long time ago. 
And I want you to ask yourself, will there ever be a right time? Will there ever be a right time to make that risk or to take that risk? You know, because there's so many arguments about it. Like now in, in our 20s is the best time to take risks. And then there's the other argument, like now in your 20s is the best time to just work really hard and like save all this money. Which one are you going to do? <laughs> Which one do you want to do? So maybe you're listening to this episode thinking, oh my goodness, I need to take that leap of faith. I need to just take that risk, follow my passion and follow my dreams. Maybe you're, you, something has been like, what's it called? Nagging, <laughs> nagging. Something's been... Um, nogging what's the word nagging nogging something's been bothering you <laughs> for a while something's been bothering you for a while something that you felt feel like you want to do something that you feel like will give you joy and happiness but something that you're just maybe too fearful to do something that you kind of fear that it won't work you fear that no one will support your decision you fear that you're going to let people down whatever it may be are you in that position where you're missing out on on all of this abundance and joy and positivity because you're too fearful to take the risk? Are you wondering when the right time is to take the risk rather than just going for it and seeing what happens? Um, If this is you and you need further support with going through this process of feeling this fear and heading straight for your goal anyway and for, you know, getting in touch with your intuition and really following that and following your gut... If that is you and you want further support with that, then please do get in touch. You can um, message me on Instagram at l.v underscore coaching. Um, and I would love to have the chat with you and, you know, kind of just figure out what whether your fears are really just limiting beliefs. Because I honestly wish that I had, obviously you wish you had that awareness before. It was always the way. But I just wonder that if I'd had this awareness last August... And instead of saying, instead of being like, I need to get a job, I need to do this, maybe I would be further along in my dreams. Maybe I would be further along with my passions because I would have just carried on going for it. Now I feel this renewed sense of like motivation and passion to just keep going and to keep going for what I want to do and enjoy. And it's not like um, anything went wrong, you know. I took the risk. I took the risk back ages ago you know back in August and it paid off the job was great it was so a really great experience I'm taking another risk now and I know 100% it's going to pay off so there's so much that you can do so much you can play with like let life be a game let life be fun see how far you can push yourself to reach your potential what is your potential how far does it go don't you want to know <laughs> don't you want to find out so that's what I'm going forward with now and it's really really exciting I will keep you guys updated the next couple of um months I guess for me are really exciting I've I'm literally I just cannot wait to just get going um I'm gonna be at home um most days of the week working on my business coaching I'm gonna be um going for walks in this new area that I live in which I've never um properly explored because I've been working all this time so I'm actually going to have time to go down to the lake that's just by our house and like walk around there and listen to my podcast and like relax and just chill um I'm getting the opportunity to actually put in effort and consistency with learning French and Italian which I'm so so excited for and 
I've got, I'm working with my own coach at the moment as well, which is absolutely fantastic. Um, so that's a really exciting journey. So I'm just so excited for next week. I finished this caring job in two days. Well, actually, by the time you listen to this, I will be finished. Oh, by the time you listen to this, I'll be free. Um, so there's so much exciting things coming over the next couple of months. And I really am taking a leap of faith and just seeing where it takes me. And I can't wait to update you guys on it. Um, but I'm just so, so excited. And also, it's going to give me so much time to actually create way more content through my Instagram and through this podcast. Um, and also to actually record them and do, and post them and etc. So... I can't wait. I literally cannot wait. So I hope that this episode has allowed you to kind of think about things, think about risks that you may or may not be taking. I also wanted to say quickly that if you are taking a risk, much like me, and if you have um, already taken this risk, I want to know about it. So do get in touch on Instagram, l.v underscore coaching. Get in touch and tell me about the risk that you are currently taking. I don't want to feel like I'm alone. Um, so I hope you all have a fantastic week. Um, I really look forward to the next um, upcoming episodes. I literally cannot wait to get back on here. Uh, but I'm going to wrap it up now and I will speak with you soon. Have a nice day. For more information on this type of topic, free events, inspiration and more, follow me on Instagram at l.v underscore coaching. That's l.v underscore coaching and on Facebook at LV Coaching. Details are in the show notes. If you have any questions, feedback, or just want to get in touch, email us at lvcoachingservices at gmail.com. We love hearing from you guys.